0: shine for you on my lgbtqs out
1: there <laughs> wow all right so a little cold play i little uh cold play. shocked appalled i'm not gonna lie i spent the break there looking at looking up cold play and chris martin i'm like where is <laughs> where is this angle coming what is happening here Mike, <laughs> lay it on <laughs> me i can't <laughs> wait man
0: so, it just, I had my music playing on random, and this song came off, and I was like, oh, I'm definitely going to play it. That's definitely gay. Like, they're <laughs> definitely gay. <laughs> right? Like I, didn't even, like, I didn't even think about it. And then, like, I go to sit down and get ready for the show, and I put it on, and I was like, you know, I had some time because you had to restart. I'm like, he's gay, right? He's gotta be gay. I better check because I've been wrong before. Yeah, good check. Good choice. I go into the article. I get about three lines in, and I'm like, oh, he's gay. He just doesn't want to admit it. <laughs> like, like his, all these articles about how he was, like, questioning his sexuality. What, really? He, like, was confused. What? He lived to this all-boys school, pretty much sucked a couple dicks. Now he doesn't know what he wants to do. Are like, you
1: sure? I did. I mean, he seems to be wearing rainbow-colored clothing, and he's a bit flamboyant, I would argue.
0: Oh, no, he's gay, dude. No, 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 that's Go listen to your music. No straight guy can write a song like that. That's, yeah.
1: I w- I would say, you know, personally, I never really understood the hype and the big deal behind Coldplay. I'm not going to say they were bad. I hear but, that song. You know, it
0: was a beautiful song. Yeah, no, I
1: know. J- I I just uh, I felt like there was just a lot of uh, obsession with the Coldplay. Uh, I think because you we were spoiled.
0: Because at that time there were so many good bands of we like still, the same genre. Yeah, we still
1: had good music coming out. Um, yeah. back then it wasn't all ai uh Dude, that comes out
0: today i'm gonna jerk off to you chris martin or all whatever right. your name
1: yeah, was, you isn't? heard it here first it's now chris martin from coldplay <laughs> and uh the k-pop <laughs> we'll fellas over there at uh i forget what happened to those k-pop boys can't remember their name anymore
0: oh <laughs> uh, yeah they turned 22
1: that's right they're out they're out of the whole thing. So Chris, Too old,
0: man. Now you start to look like
1: a guy. Are you sure about the <laughs> Too old, you start to look like Elliot Page, all right? You got to be careful there. <laughs> yeah! <laughs> I'm feeling saucy today, baby. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you got me on that one. That's right. Oh, you got me on that one, dude. I can't, I can't get over the Mar- Chris Martin gay. I, This is up there with... Uh, dropped- no, nah,
0: dude, now I, now I can't find him. What's his real name? Was that Chris? What's his name? That's Chris Martin
1: from the Coldplay.
0: Oh, yeah, Chris Martin. Yeah.
1: You might be confusing bands or... Uh, I don't know what's going on here. Chris Martin. So I, Chris Martin was married to Gwyneth Paltrow, man. I mean, I don't know what I think about that one. Uh, she's the one who does the pussy scent candles. Do you know what I'm talking about? Gwyneth Paltrow's pussy smell. Pussy
0: yeah, she's candles. definitely the kind of woman who marries a gay guy. You're right. She
1: kind of does strike me as a uh, chick who would marry the, the gay fella.
0: So he's... You never had a gay guy who like didn't want to admit he's gay, gets married, and then he's like, dude, no, like, I married a woman. And you're like, yeah, but she's more of a man than me. Like... <laughs> right, yeah, <laughs> like, I, I can see yeah, that. We <laughs> had to go get her out of the garage. She was cutting wood. Like, what... <laughs> I don't know. I'm not
1: really seeing it. I, I give it to you this uh, way, uh, music-wise. Gay fella, yeah, I would say probably married to Gwyneth Paltrow, Paltrow, the lady who created the uh, pussy scent candle. I think I'm gonna go two for two. Yeah, I think this guy might be a gay guy. And then, uh what was the last one here? You said you had some sort of um, potential information.
0: Oh yeah, because he did. He did this interview where he talked about how he was like growing up. He he was definitely confused. He had he was. Questioning his sexuality. Okay, that's strike three. Know, yeah, you're right. Like, I'll give it to you. Yes, that's 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 that, that, that that's one, two, three, four. You're gay, dude. I'm telling you right now. You think I agree. Bruce Willis ever questioned his sexuality? <laughs> dude, good call with that one, man. You know, was Sylvester Stallone had to stop Rocky because he was questioning his sexual- sexuality? I don't know, man. You
1: know? I mean, we you know we didn't have Twitter back then, and people weren't <laughs> as sensitive, right?
0: And here and here's why I thought it was a safe play because even if you guys aren't gay, which Alright. Uh loved by the gays.
1: Yeah, I think they are uh big time loved by the gays. I was just thinking too, cold play, even the name, not really I don't know. You know what I'm saying? Like it's no bad company or uh Led Zeppelin. Dude, the- <laughs> you know, like the cold play, it's I don't know. Right, like even even Boston had the song foreplay. Like they're talking about like getting it on, man, with a chick.
0: Yeah, know. no, you're right. It's kind of weird. I don't know. I guess I can't so. tell. I'm looking at all these pictures. And well, he definitely has like the uneasy, never happy look of an LGBTQ community. Part. Oh man, we're definitely getting kicked off of YouTube for that one. But <laughs> what I like about it. And, and, uh... No, 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 because that's not what gay people look like. Gay and lesbians are just normal <laughs> people. It's the LGBTQ community. You know what I'm talking the about. BLT Those are the ones that are community. always walking around with fake smiles and they just don't never look right. <laughs> Damn, going to the paltrow used to be so hot. Yeah, smoking babe. And so... Yeah. Oh, she still is. Dude, no, he's with Dakota Johnson. Ooh, is that... that? Oh.
1: Dakota Johnson. I think she was... That's crazy. Ooh, uh, Dakota Fanning Johnson? Is that right? She, formerly child actress, now older actress?
0: Oh, that's a can. huge downgrade, dude. <laughs> yeah, I'm sure. Dude. Gwyneth Paltrow is way high. dude. I didn't realize that was what I—I I didn't know who Gwyneth Paltrow was. I—I I thought she was somebody else, dude. That's I would cool. buy that pussy candle for sure.
1: I'm sure it's lovely. She's a Pepper Potts, man. Yeah, dude. I think she's a yeah. total smoke. show. Absolutely. Uh, and yeah, she's big with the feminine products. The pussy candle always comes to mind. It is a definite thing out there. She's like well known for the pussy candle. And, uh, but she has all, you know, she sells really expensive high end, uh, feminine pampering products. And, uh, I'm sure she makes a fortune off of it, but, uh, it's pretty you know wild stuff. Gwyneth Paltrow with the Coldplay guy, possibly a gay fella. I didn't see that one coming. I'm not going to lie. Kind of on the same vein we were doing yesterday. I busted out a little REM and I had no idea that Michael Stripe was, uh, a BLT Sandwich Community fellow himself. So, you know, to each his own, once again, happy Pride Month to everybody out there, except for the Texas Rangers. They don't want to celebrate it, which is (laughs) no skin off my ass.
0: hey Oh, yeah.
1: Uh, But we're, uh, you know, excited to be back. Uh, We'd like to uh, welcome everyone into a conversation Mike and I were uh, struggling to get through in the previous episode. We're obsessed with it. We want to hear the clip. Are we going to do it? Should we finally do it? Should I play the clip?
0: What? The Lost Submarine? <laughs> do you want to hear it? Oh, uh, dude, we got to do it because I just, during the break, they're down to 30 hours. <laughs> all right, so we're in real time now.
1: So they're, they're oh, per- before we
0: record again, we're going to know.
1: Okay, so yeah, all right, we'll do the clip. This is, a, we haven't done a two-parter
0: episode in a long time. So we're uh, going <laughs> to. This is an amazing story. This, show, this shows you how shitty the news has been lately. <laughs> We're dedicating two hours to Lost Submarine. No, this is not true.
1: We did uh, forty-five seconds at the beginning of the last episode, and then about like a minute at the uh, end of the last episode. Welcome <laughs> to tangent. Crazy <laughs> All
0: I remember about the last episode was fifty minutes of fucking Jaw Rule.
1: <laughs> John Morant.
0: Oh yeah, yeah, yeah! All I remember is Jaw Rule. What was his name? Phil stavius? <laughs> <laughs> uh
1: i can't remember now Demetrius. Demetrius, yeah like i just Frank, you're such into... a bigot you I can know. never
0: remember the, so crazy <laughs> <man>. so racist. <laughs> all right we'll
1: try to do this real quick uh, I, it is a, a crazy story and you're right by the time we do our next episode we'll know
0: what has happened now the u.s coast guard is leading the
2: multinational good search good afternoon
3: everyone it is a, a remote area uh, and it is uh, a challenge to conduct a uh, search in that remote area. But we are deploying all available assets. Ocean Gate only started making deep sea expeditions with tourists in 2021. A CBS Sunday morning team also made the journey to the ocean floor, which cost adventure
0: tourists $250,000. At one point, the crew realized something was wrong. Do you know where we are? 100 meters to the bow, then 470 to the bow. If you are lost, so are we. One of the passengers put it this way We were lost. We were lost for two and a half hours. <laughs> Damn, the submersible dude. is. So, this isn't the what? first time.
1: This whole operation's been going on for only like three years, and this is not the first time a group has gone missing.
0: Let me the ask you of uh, the time. guy who's alive, and this happened to him. Uh, you didn't feel like filling out a Yelp review or something? i <laughs> help a guy out. <laughs> four stars. I only didn't do five because of the three hours we got lost, three miles below the surface of the ocean.
1: He did the four though because the caviar and champagne was fantastic. Yeah, oh, the
0: service was fantastic. I don't want to take away <laughs> from our guys. It was really, you know, the people running the show. I'm more, I'm Frank. I'm more mad at the upper management, and I didn't want to take away from the guys on the ground.
1: It's more of a logistics complaint, if anything, really. <laughs> <laughs>
0: I could talk to you. <laughs> CEO Enthusiast, Stockton we Rush rigorous. told CBS Sunday morning We've safety was a priority. Their home to come. Everything else can fail.
4: Your thrusters can go, your lights can go, you're still going to be safe.
0: The RMS Titanic began its maiden and final voyage from Britain to New York in 1912. It was the largest passenger ship on Earth at the time. After it struck an iceberg and sank, more than 1,500 people on board were killed.
1: Alright, that's the end of the submersible. Mm-hmm. What do we think is going to happen? We were joking about it at the end of uh, the previous episode, but uh, we are in real time now. This is prediction actual territory. Alive or dead? Mike, go! Dead. It gotta be dead. I'm going with <sighs> alive. You think they're alive and lost? I think the uh, device that they're in has a failsafe it floats to the top. I think they're floating at the top, and they will be discovered.
0: So definitely has that
4: device. They describe they th- it, yes, they say in this they video. Think,
0: they think there's something wrong. With the device. With the device. That's what they think. Although, I, that's one of the things they just said. It's the size of a fucking minivan.
1: That's in the Atlantic Ocean, folks. It's a big it- ocean. A lot of water. The Atlantic
0: Ocean is the size of the Atlantic Ocean. <laughs> <laughs> I know.
1: Man. So it's kind of hard to find. That's the thing. I, I think they're going to find them.
0: You think so? Dude, you are a man who has faith in technology. Huh?
4: I have faith in humanity. And people's yeah, will did. to survive.
1: Oof. I mean, that guy has a lot to live for. I didn't say they're going to find
0: all of them.
1: I just said they're going to find him. <laughs>
0: yeah. Well, I got to tell you right now, nobody wants to be with me on that boat because I'm looking at the oxygen. We get to 24 hours, I'm killing people.
1: <laughs> well, what if it floats to the surface, <laughs> you're up there, you know, you're getting a little hungry after a while. Well, yeah, then it's hunger after 24 <laughs>
0: I believe, um... I don't know if you've gotten this from the podcast, but I'm actually just looking for an excuse to kill somebody, so... (laughs) Whether it's air or hunger, you're dying on that boat. (laughs) And while I'm doing it, I'm gonna imagine the fucking fat old lady that was in front of me in traffic today.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Well, I actually, uh, from what I am reading, uh, up-to-date breaking news reports, uh... It sounds like, really, the vessel didn't go actually missing. It's just that uh, it took a quick right turn. It went towards China, and it caught a a hitchhiker, uh, Abe (laughs) Lincoln.
2: Tonight, a high-stakes visit to Beijing, capped by a handshake. Secretary of State Antony Blinken meeting China's president. Did you see the pictures of this guy? He looks like (laughs) a
1: feeble loser. It's unreal, man.
0: (laughs) I was just thinking, it turns out they dropped that weight. The ship floated, but it was too light. It floated in the air, and then over <laughs> Montana, and then we shot it down with an F-16. <laughs> there's another Chinese balloon there. <laughs> we got it, boys. Hey, Blinken. Dude, I just watched that again. Fucking Men in Tights.
4: Hey, Blinken?
0: Dude, you have to watch it again. No, there's just so many scenes. You forgot how good it was, I'm telling you. Oh man. So fucking funny. When they're just like when they're singing and doing their little dance and the whole time they're moving blinking. <laughs> That's the, right, man. Yeah. It's hilarious. He keeps punching him in the face. Yeah. <laughs> Mel Brooks, man, uh, you know, timeless, <laughs> the, really. When, I almost I lost my shit when the princess jumps off the balcony and then her fat fucking yes. maid lady and the horse, and the horse moves, dude, <laughs> come on. That's right. Man. Fucking G, ge- And the concrete is just like smash. <laughs> fucking genius.
1: Oh, man. You know, back then, though, most people were thin, so
4: you could make fat people jokes.
0: Good call. That's a good call.
1: Fat people jokes uh, were very common back then. Now they're not common because everybody is commonly fat.
0: Good call. And I don't know if you know this, but BMI is racist.
1: I saw that. I couldn't find it. Uh, I think there I've was. i try trying
0: to find a clip. I,
1: so was I, dude. I saw the article in NPR, I think. And you are correct, sir. It, okay, it is, uh, so I official. found a clip.
0: But the problem with left, <laughs> the problem with Democratic bullshit is it takes them nine minutes to explain it. You know what I mean? <laughs> there is no way to get a two minute clip. Uh, like, you want to know why? Why testing for basmati? In like, just testing how fat you are. It's racist. It takes me nine minutes to explain
1: it. Well, they're saying that it's um, like um, what is it? Not illegal, but offensive to yeah. make uh large people buy two seats in the uh you know on the planes if they're you know oh, if they yeah, have one bitch yeah <laughs> yeah. But I I assume there's more of them out there. I you know I don't think there's just one person in America struggling to fit in the seats or the oh, I was
0: No joke. They were talking about that lady who's, like, suing or whatever. And uh, it was on Democracy Now! They had this, um, what the fuck did they call her? It? it was pretty much fat bitch activist, but I forgot what they called it. <laughs> yeah. And she went on this whole rant about how every airline should be required to have a seatbelt extender underneath, like, at every seat. Wow. And I, like, I, I really want to be like, bitch, how many people do you think need that seatbelt extender?
1: <clears throat> they should have fat planes and thin planes. I'll I'll ride on the thin plane, and everybody could uh, wait in line for the fat plane.
0: Fuck that, dude. That's a great idea. I'll fly the fat plane. More space. But the <laughs> seats are double the price.
1: <laughs>
4: More
0: Dude, okay, hold on. Did you realize what's going on with the airlines?
1: No, I have no idea what's
0: going on. Dude, so a big thing is, and I I tried, I was actually, I tried to do it on the last trip, but it literally says it. So you can't buy two tickets. Really? You you can, but the minute they realize you have two tickets, and you're not, like, nobody's going to sit in that seat they're going to bump that one ticket and put somebody else there.
1: How do they know you're not purchasing for uh, a second party? Oh, because I guess you have to input the uh, information, right? The, the license. I mean, you do and...
0: check in and everything. That's right, man. You know? Yeah, they got and, like, you. If nobody takes that seat, you know, you're only going to scan one ticket to get on the plane. I don't know. This is what I've been hearing because I was thinking about doing it because that's cheaper than buying a first-class ticket. And really, all I want is nobody next to me.
1: Yes, and I totally understand also for people who are uh, bigger in size, you know, not necessarily fat. Some people are just big people, and these planes are not designed for big people. They should just make planes that are, you know, you got the inside cabin for larger folk, and uh, it do the uh, thinner folk over here. Oh, yeah. Seats are, seats are
0: double you can't, double yeah. the price. That's I love right. it, dude. I would pay it as a skinny man. Yeah, you would. You oh. would go for the, uh, the large. I'm not skinny, but I'm small yeah well I don't that's...
1: take up space space taking up space is kind of a uh... Different in a lot of people, like
0: uh, no, because dude, it's not. It's not even being fat, dude. Like that's what I'm saying. What if you're six three. Yes, exactly. That's what I'm you saying. You know what I mean? And they're just wide-shouldered guys who, like, dude, you can't fit in this 32 inch chair.
1: I'm literally saying they should have planes that are meant for bigger people, and you know, you just go fly in the big plane. And if your spouse is a bigger person, hey, you get to ride on the big old comfy big person flight pl- flight with your spouse. You know what I'm saying?
0: Like, I it, like it, man. You know, but then- airlines. Hey, God, somebody hit us. <laughs>
1: Oh, jesus christ if you're a smaller, we have to do all the work for you and not even just smaller people but what if you're like a, a just a person going on a business trip and you got your one little suitcase right well then you can go on this like thinner smaller you know craft or whatever it is you know more people crammed in there but we got less shit and we're we're less sized and we're just cruising in and out
0: well see i had the idea like dude spirit, <laughs> spirit airlines i forgot where i was going the fucking seat next to me was $3 more than you were going to charge me to fucking check my baggage. (laughs) Wow. Why don't I just buy this ticket and keep my bag next to
1: me? It's all just a giant scam. We're all getting ripped off. That's the whole deal. Uh, How much do you think the
0: bags on this Titanic sub were? (laughs) (laughs) That's
1: right, man. They probably got lost on the other sub, actually.
0: (laughs) You think you get get one carry-on or, like, what is this? (laughs)
1: We actually lost half your luggage. Uh, it'll be rerouted to uh, Dulles, and uh, <laughs> it'll meet you back at the Titanic.
0: Well, for, well, for these guys that came out of the intercom, ladies and gentlemen, uh, good news and bad news. <laughs> your your luggage made it to the surface. You might not. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> and they jettison everything, all that weight, you know? I think they're floating, man. I'm telling you right now. I hope you're right, dude. I didn't even think about that because they were saying that uh, they were saying that they could tell from the sensors on that ship that the sub thing didn't drop the weight, but it could be a malfunctioning that they're not getting the signal. But they they're pretty much sure that it's still at
1: the bottom. Yeah, what a creepy place to die where a bunch of people died like a hundred years ago,
0: like. Uh, and everybody's in there just scared, and you're dying, and there's nowhere to go. Uh, uh, I can't. Even, like and you paid a quarter million dollars to be there. That's the worst. Like, dude, why?
1: Yes, why? You, you could pay a quarter million dollars to be anywhere else in this beautiful planet, and you're gonna go dive into the ocean to go take a look at a you place where in the a most bunch of beautiful, be
0: fucking. You could be one of those beautiful yurts, like, sitting six feet above the most beautiful water and, like, you know, surrounded by beautiful women.
1: I have a prediction for this that I know will be true. Nobody will feel sorry about these idiots two days from now (laughs) because it's a bunch of rich people who died doing rich people things that they shouldn't have been doing in the first place. And yeah. we all have serious problems in our lives. We deal with the fucking traffic here in Colorado every day. it's like, a good call. You know, a, Like a I'm call. never going to remember this story ever again, and I'm never going to care about it unless I can dig up a little conspiracy action about the billionaire who died if we happen to switch over to the uh, crypto digital currency banking system and get enslaved in the next uh, you know, uh, week.
0: I just couldn't imagine having that much money, that much power, that much everything. And you're stuck in this tube. Yeah, man, and uh, and nothing can save you. You know, it reminds me of in that Batman when the Joker burns that pile of money. That's right. Ah, man. what do you do when the money means nothing? You know what I mean? Uh, it's just. But we we live our whole lives around this yeah, money, but man. And like, the you in money this means. Situation.
1: The money means nothing, man. That's the moral of the story here. And people historically, over and over again, seem to just never learn the lesson. Which is did I
0: ever tell you about the skittles that I fought over? The skittles that you fought over. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, so funny. Fighting like over before skittles. the ar- Like the, before the army, I never really got. Like I got into fights, but they were like you know, white kid in the suburbs fights. Oh yeah. Know? Like anywhere, nobody's getting hurt. nobody's going to the hospital <laughs> there There might be a mom called, but like nobody's you know? so there's <laughs> no ambulance right. coming, you know <laughs> <laughs> so, so I'd say like the first real fight I ever got got into like were like we were actually punching each other as hard as we could in the face, bare knuckle uh was was in was in the army in a i t we're on this, like, seven-day fucking training mission, right? Oh, yeah. And when you're on these training missions, AIT is right after basic training. Basic training, first thing you do, you go to basic training. That's what everybody thinks boot camp. That's where they make you a soldier. Then you go after you become a soldier, then they send you to your advanced training, advanced individual training, AIT. That's where you become a mechanic or an infantryman or a whatever, you know? That's right, man. And in AIT, you go on the seven-day fucking thing where they fill up, dude, they put up this tent for you to sleep in for seven days, and I'm, I'm not even joking. The tents are, the, the, they put the cots in there, and they are side by side, right? But they're offset so that at the foot of every cot, you have about three feet between the foot of your cot and the wall. <laughs> right. Wow. That's but, tight. But, oh, yeah. but the but the sides of your cot are ta- are touching the sides of the cots of the guys next to you, right? And you're <laughs> sleeping. You know, you're you're sleeping with your heads on opposite ends. So like your feet are lining up with like the guy next to you. Both of them their chest. You know what I mean? Oh, it's yeah. like it's such a fucked up situation. And uh so you're
1: in this camping zone, and you got so these this, skittles, yeah, so man. So it's like.
0: So, anyways, you all you could eat, all you get to eat are MREs. Right? MREs, and, these are
1: the like uh tightly packaged, vacuum-sealed rice and beans. Yes.
0: Yeah, okay. Yeah. Yeah, they come with this little warm-up thing, right? And they suck. Everybody they suck. They're suck. There's no way they're good. But uh some of them come with Skittles. Oh wow. Right?
4: <laughs> yeah.
0: Now, every one of them comes with a dessert. But a lot of them are, like, the army, like, cookie. <laughs> you know right. what I mean? It comes with this, like, it's like, it just says army, it just says, like, cookie, comma, sugar. And it's a fucking sugar cookie in a brown vacuum. Oh, man. Thing. It's no like, uh, literally... snickerdoodle, <laughs> I can imagine. Yeah. Right? But if you get lucky, you get the one that has an actual fucking bag of Skittles. <laughs> wow, or man. bag of M&Ms, right? Yeah. You got to get lucky. And so I got really lucky. It was lunch. I'll never forget this, dude. It was. I, I, I'm like getting mad just thinking about it. I'm like literally about to punch somebody. <laughs> oh man, he's sweating. Smut- <laughs> now the thing is, right when you're when you're eating, half of you it's like you switch off, right? Because you were in a fighting position, me and you, right? <laughs> sure. So You're guarding. You're guarding the perimeter while I'm cooking and eating my meal. That's right. And then when I'm done, mm-hmm. I guard the perimeter, and you eat. Do what you got to do. Oh yeah. Right. This fucking guy, like I say his name, but he fucking, he just totally fucked me. And I couldn't get through my meal. So I fucking had to go back and, and hit the, I had to go back into our fighting position. I couldn't finish my meal. I had to go back into our fighting position and pull guard. And while I was there, this other fucking, this other fucking kid stole my Skittles right cuz i couldn't finish my meal so i just put it all he aside he knew they
1: were yours
0: and he knew he oh, was reaching dude, in and was, stealing your skittles dude, man i put everything back in the bag i put the bag in my rucksack like the wow, thing man, was cold, though you know by the name on the mre which one has the skittles wow. i don't remember what it was but you would see like you know veggie lasagna and you know that <laughs> That's one right, has man. the skittles yeah. so everybody knew i had the skittles you know what i mean oh yeah So he went in my fucking rucksack, took my MRE, took the Skittles. Anyways, we get into this fucking, we're in the, (laughs) later that night, I found out it was him that took it, right? (laughs) That's right, man. (laughs) And I'm lying in this bunk, and, and he goes, you gotta do, he's like, what are you gonna do about it, pussy? And I get up, and I go to fight him, but he's like four bunks over and so <laughs> yeah. now now all these cots get thrown like i just knocked over all these cots right and everybody's pissed we're throwing shit uh he ends up getting away and then he i don't know anyways the our squad our uh, platoon leader took the two of us and he took us out into the middle of the woods and he said i don't care what the fuck's going on you guys solve it right now and we just we beat the shit out of him other wow man yeah. yeah it was just it was the two of us with the squad leader and uh i remember standing there he goes go and we both looked at each other like he didn't know what to do you know what i mean and i just remember i just remember i go did you really fucking take my skittles and he goes yeah and i just punched him in the face he hit me so many times i i, I like don't even remember seeing his fist because it was pitch black you know what I mean? It was the middle of the night or the middle <laughs> of the woods. Eventually, I got him. Eventually, I got him. I, mount, I got him in the mounted position. Wow, man. He, he tried to pull some, like, half guard bullshit, and I just ended up getting him in the mounted position, and I started fucking wailing on him. And then that's when they pulled us off. They asked me if I felt better. Yeah, I did. Yeah, <laughs> all right. Good, man. I'll never forget the next morning, both me and him, were just. his glasses were all fucked up. (laughs) Wow, man. Like, both of our knuckles were all fucked up. I had a black eye, and our first sergeant asked us what happened, and we both just refused to tell him.
1: (laughs) Why'd he steal those
0: Skittles, man? Such a ridiculous move. Yeah, over a bag of Skittles. But the whole point of that whole story is... I never realized... You would never fight over a bag of Skittles. I came from such privilege. But when you're in that situation, you literally have nothing. The only thing I had in the world to look forward to, to give me any kind of peace, to give me any kind of pleasure, was that fucking bag of Skittles. <laughs> yeah. You, you took the only thing I had. And I was ready to kill you for it. You know?
4: Absolutely, and... Uh, yeah, that's what,
0: that's what kills me about this. That's what makes me think
4: about this, this, uh... What's that? That submarine,
0: man. Like, you never know. I don't know.
4: Yeah, well, how important something like uh, air or water could be. Yeah. Or Skittles.
0: Never forget, like, what you really need. That's a good you know? call, my
1: man. Absolutely. Uh, I couldn't agree more, and,
0: you know... <laughs> Sorry, man. That was a tangent. That's why we can't get through this clip. <laughs> what was the clip? Blinking? A blinking. That's right. Uh, we. Were, oh
1: damn. We were trying to get through I it. About that. We don't even have to. I mean, I don't know what's going on there, and I wasn't even too interested into it. Uh, in it, for the most part, outside of the fact that, visually speaking, and I think uh, everyone out there should take a look. Have you seen the pictures of Blinken shaking hands with G? Like, they, uh, he's, he, his suit, this is A. Blinken I'm talking about, his suit is very (laughs) ill-fitting. Like, his pants are too long, and his jacket is too short. And he looks like a doofus. Like, he doesn't look confident or anything, and it's, it when I look at the picture of him shaking hands with, uh, winnie the pooh i i realized like every image of america is weak it's all just weak men
0: yeah top to bottom
1: dude it's craziness man and uh we we soft soft and weak Just
0: soft weak man yeah. I I
1: just found it funny seeing this dude over there trying to negotiate uh we could listen to a little bit of the clip if you want I Jinping, pe-
0: just watch blinken walking he's he's there's no confidence in these men
1: It's sad man because I don't know you you're supposed to be representing America uh maybe the, he is. the greatest maybe he nation
0: is. the strongest nation to ever be walk this planet
1: just like i said when joe biden tripped and fell when he was here visiting the air force in colorado uh you know a a picture speaks a thousand words sometimes the image there is the image that is being cast upon the world man you know weakness uh and that's what Blinken is that's why i thought it was pretty interesting this whole trip especially because i'm pretty sure Putin was just over there, and him and G had like a four-hour brouhaha, where they hugged each other and exclaimed like "love for eternity" for each other. I, I'm pretty sure that's what happened, right? They were together for like two days, right? It was this like bro fest between Putin and G, like a month ago,
0: right? (laughs) Three days later, a picture came out with G topless on a horse. It's crazy.
1: <laughs> He's right behind Putin. They're both on the same horse, topless.
0: <laughs> yeah, dude. You're right, man. It just looked really weak. And that's why, dude, I don't even really know what to say about it because the news is trying to talk about it. Nothing came of it. What's We are not thing? in a better or war, like. We didn't strengthen our ties with China at all. If anything, we look weaker on a world stage.
1: Didn't you think it was kind of weird that we set this up right after all this information came out that Joe Biden and his son Hunter are like pretty much in cahoots with the Chinese (laughs) government? It's kind of strange. No.
0: Nah. Well, this was set up before, a long time ago.
1: Oh, maybe in preparation of the news breaking, my man. (laughs)
0: They like to wag that dog. You know it.
1: Uh, hey, I'll throw it out there just so people know what we're talking about. Uh, our favorite doofus, uh, a Blinken uh, went overseas to uh kind of broker some peace, if you will, during this uh cold war that we are entering with uh Xi Jinping, old Winnie the Pooh, and
2: uh you know, tonight China. a high stakes visit to Beijing oh, no. capped by a handshake. Secretary of State Antony Blinken meeting China's President Xi Jinping for thirty five minutes to stop what official.
1: 35 minutes he flew all the way to china for a 35 minute meeting
0: that's like a 12 hour plane
1: ride i can't stress enough it was like two days the bro fest between him and putin Mm. he got 35 minutes maybe maybe
0: biden will go there and get a little bit well that's why he had to cut it short she had to go facetime putin
1: (laughs) that's right (laughs) actually uh they didn't tell you, but on the trip was Hunter. He was there to do some more crack
0: and bang some hookers. <laughs> Who do you think brought the blow, Frank?
2: <laughs> That's right. It called a downward spiral in relations.
0: Direct engagement
3: and sustained communication at senior levels is the best way to responsibly manage our differences and ensure that competition does not veer into conflict.
2: Xi's message to Blinken, I hope that through this visit, Mr. Secretary, you'll make more positive contributions to stabilizing China-U.S. relations. There's no shortage of flashpoints here. Tension over Taiwan, China's role in the fentanyl crisis, unanswered questions about the origins of COVID, Chinese officials not holding...
1: There's actually no unanswered uh, was questions was about-, about the origins <laughs> It's, funny you, it's like, just- funny you bring that up. Funny you bring that up, Miss Newslady, because... It's become fact now. It was revealed, I believe today, that Patient Zero, or at least I saw Rand Paul tweeting about it. Uh, Patient Zero has been identified. He's a man who works at the Wuhan lab in China. This virus broke out of the lab in Wuhan in China, a lab that we funded that was personally financed by uh, the U.S. government, the Department of Defense, and Tony Fauci, and Peter Daszak
0: well said absolutely no question
1: that's the actual truth i hope yeah. everybody realized
0: that
2: back on their grievances either like u.s export bans on technology tonight in an interview with nbc news blinken said the two-day visit has stabilized ties at least for now All right,
1: this guy's an idiot nothing changed uh this whole thing is totally bogus uh I, it's fluff, man. They're just distracting us, right? Yeah. What happened to Trump? Guy. I was really excited to finally talk about Trump. We did our Trump embargo. I went searching around. <laughs> I went back to the news today at work. I'm like, ooh, give me some Trump nuggets. Nothing, dude. Oh, come on. That's all they're talking about. Yeah, was it Trump Trumpety Trumpety? I really didn't yeah. see uh, I, I didn't see anything worthy. You know what I base it on is uh, Democracy Now with Amy Goodman. Oh, yeah. She didn't have anything on Trump today, I think.
0: (laughs) No, I forgot what they were talking... They're they're focused on something else that's stupid, She's big uh, on
1: the overseas stuff, yeah.
0: Pod Save America. That's all they're talking about. They love the Trump indictment. CNN loves the Trump indictment.
1: Good call. Yeah, absolutely.
0: Yeah, Yeah, man. Dude, uh, You know what I was listening to? Lay it on me, my man. Uh, I... I... (sighs) I don't know why, man. I'm telling you, I'm sick of all podcasts and everything, and so I saw it, I had to listen to it. Jordan Peterson interviews Mike Pence.
1: Okay, all right. Jordan Peterson, uh fella who has been against the vaccines vocally? Correct? Doctor?
0: Uh, he was. Jordan, Jordan Peterson. Peterson is more known because he was a professor in Canada. All right. And he was, like, shut down for his views on the uh, tranny and everything. Uh He kind of just goes around. Dude, the left, he's, like, the left's worst enemy because his daughter had this, like, serious immuno problem. That's right. And then she went on an all-meat diet, and it, like, saved her life.
1: (laughs) Yeah, I actually became, uh, I found him through Dave Rubin, I believe, uh, did some interviews with him before he was or he was a big player, uh, but uh, Jordan Peterson. Uh, so, what do you what do you have as far as the Jordan Peterson is concerned? Or uh, oh, we may have uh, Mike might have faded out there a little bit. Uh, we'll see here. Maybe I'm fading out a little bit there. We have no idea. I'm hoping we get a little bit of the Jordan Peterson action. <laughs> never know uh he is the canadian guy if i'm not mistaken i think that's what mike was alluding to and uh hello oh there he is all
0: right man yeah back in uh, action back. Uh, you can always count on comcast to cut off my fucking internet can't get two solid hours you Jesus know we mentioned
1: Christ. uh jordan peterson they're on to us uh do you have a little bit of a clip action Sorry. or uh what was it mike yeah, pence I... or
0: mike pence i gotta tell you man <laughs> You know me, if you've listened to this show. Mike Pence doesn't take much. Won me over.
1: Wow. Are we entering Ted Cruz territory here?
0: Frank, I I want him to win.
1: You want Mike Pence to win now? I want Mike Pence to win. The guy with the fly on his head?
0: Frank. Nobody remembers the fly. I I remember (laughs) the fly, but dude, it was the most... exciting thing about him and that's why i want him to win (laughs) like think about that that's the the, i bring up mike pence the one thing you can bring up is a fly on his head this is true that's right and it gets back to like what he says in the interview and you know like one of the things that really got me we talk about like the tranny thing and everything he really just dives into like i'm a christian and my christian beliefs tell me i don't think it's right but you're my neighbor. And I love thy neighbor. And I let you do what you want to do. You know what I mean? It's totally opposite of the training movement where it's like, no, I'm going to do me and you have to accept me. And you have to cherish me and you have to let me come read to your kid. And you have to, you know. (laughs) I don't know. But uh, the big thing is uh, when he talks about like the role of government and everything. Yeah, man. And like how it's gotten too big. Absolutely. You got to listen to this clip. Hey, throw it, throw it down if you got it. Hell yeah. Uh, first, I got to fix my settings here. Oh,
1: you know. Oh, there it is. Yeah. Let's see. But, you know, there, was, the there was
3: a season after World War I where uh, <laughs> uh, a Republican ticket stepped forward. Literally, their message was a return to normalcy. And I, I get a sense that the American people would like to get back to the policies that were advanced under a, a president I deeply admire, which was President Calvin Coolidge. Uh, he was someone that balanced budgets, he cut taxes, he oversaw an. Inc-
0: I just had to stop right there. When was the last time we had a president who <laughs> could even think? far enough back to Calvin coolidge
1: how do you even <laughs> say Calvin coolidge I, i'm having a hard
0: time thinking it man that's craziness like, like every president we've had in our lifetime has thought about the last 30 years and nothing else it's like reagan is when time started you know <laughs>
1: that's right man yeah well you can't so talk the about fact that he's like you know you can't talk about kennedy because they've admitted they assassinated him and create you know the coup d'etat right so you know you can't talk about kennedy's so. We go uh, We bump it up to Nixon. <laughs> Think about Coolidge. Nobody, at least he's talking about
0: something nobody else is talking about. Right?
1: I, I like hearing some sort of fiscal conversation going on here.
0: Yes. Here we go.
1: Incredible
3: time of American prosperity. But at the core of his philosophy was an often quoted Calvin Coolidge statement that the business of America is business. And, and by that, he he meant the business of America is not the government itself. That that the the federal government should not, or the White House should not be the center of American life. And they actually, uh, Calvin Coolidge's restraint and his his uh, instinctive conservatism, uh, uh, really set a tone that allowed for a period of incredible innovation in the country. That's where we heard all the incredible stories about progress and. In manufacturing and in industry, and uh, and and I, I hold I hold to the view that uh, that it's the free market, it's free enterprise. That's where the energy comes from. I grew up in a small business family. I, I know who makes this country go every day, and the government should be playing the role of of the referee of the private sector, uh, and and not at center court with all the attention focused there.
0: I love that.
1: I uh, am a bit uh, surprised and shocked, and I'm gonna say this right now. I've never actually uh, sat back and listened to Mike Pence talk.
0: <laughs> Nobody did. Everybody <laughs> listened to Trump. That's what I mean, dude. Go listen to the hour. It's uh, the guy has said. Uh, so it it goes on a little long, and then at one like uh, Jordan kind of pushes back, and then Mike Pence says at one point. He says, uh, I think the American people, for the most part, want the government to get out of their way. Yes, absolutely. And like, I was like, dude, that's why I started clipping it, because that's me and you have said that on this podcast. And Non-stop. like he said right there, you shouldn't be the center of my business. You shouldn't decide whether I'm open or closed. Listen, you should be the referees of this game.
1: He he also kind of said, you know, the what's going on at the White House shouldn't be the center of American life and society yes. or what we're talking about. Like uh, he, he's right that should government's yes. supposed to be boring. It yes. shouldn't be all encompassing, and so and he's
0: boring. He's, I sat there and listened to an hour of Mike Pence, and nothing was exciting. It was all <laughs> it was all business. You know what I mean? And he's absolutely right. You know, yeah, name one other guy running for that office that doesn't want to be the center of attention. He mm-hmm. wants to win that office so he can take it out of the spotlight. This shouldn't be the center of every day. The c- The cultural war, the culture wars and everything do not belong in the White House. Good, good call. Look, Joe Great Biden take. should I not be it. meeting with Dylan Vol- Mulvaney. You should be over there meeting with President Xi to fucking fix that relationship.
1: <laughs> no, he... He you can't, know? dude. Joe Biden can't even take the main stairwell
0: into the, uh,
1: <laughs> fuck into the Air oh, Force exactly. One. He's got to take the handicap uh, aisle. Did you see this? He's taking like, the low yes. stairs.
0: Uh, but, no, but let me ask you this. Let me ask you this, right? Just listen. That was a minute and 37 seconds of Mike Pence talking. I, w- and I was very impressed. Too. You said it too. You don't really listen to a lot of it. Just after that clip, you got to send somebody over there to talk to President G. You got three choices. You got Donald Trump, you got Joe Biden and you got Mike Pence. Which one do you want to send? Well, you know what? Hearing Pence
1: now, I'm a little more comfortable with the Trump-Pence combo that uh, existed there for four years. Now I have a little bit more like, oh, I get it. Yes, I get. Oh, you're kind of picking up on what I picked up on. I get how that worked. Actually, that worked really well. And so, you know, yeah, Trump's the blowhard and the camera guy, you know, dan- monkey dancing in front of the screen. But behind the scenes, maybe quiet guy, Pence wheeling and dealing, actually.
0: So the so when Trump was president, the media really tried. They really tried to make it seem like, oh, Trump's administration. They don't even know what's going on. He just says shit off the cuff and everything. Right.
1: That's right. The it's truth is, is that's yeah.
0: Biden's administration. Yes. Trump's administration had Trump saying everything off the cuff and everything, but Mike Pence was the man behind the throne who was keeping it like You know what I mean? Yes, that's why that's- you didn't have the chaos that you have with the Biden administration, because there is no Mike Pence. Instead, you got fucking the camel.
1: Oh, but hasn't that been the M.O. of the Republican Party since, I mean, probably before Bush? I. I have a goldfish brain. I don't remember who uh HW's uh vice president was. Uh, it probably was Cheney or uh you were like f- you
0: no, know No, no, it was uh I can't remember. Oh, who who was his vice president? It was Cheney, wasn't it? No, was no, it
1: Rumsfeld? No. I can't remember, but um <clears throat> you know, I'm trying to th- I'm I'm thinking definitely to Bush W, you know, he had you know Cheney running it behind the scenes while he was kind of the guy. Yeah, it was Cheney. For, yeah, it Ch- was it Cheney. No, yeah. he was he was he was vice president for both Bushes. Oh, you're thinking of Senior Bush? Yeah, H.W. I can't. I was thinking like.
0: Uh, it wasn't his, uh how, long, uh...
1: how long were the Republicans rolling with the, our vice presidents actually the smart guy behind the scene? Because it w- that's what happened be- with George W and then with Trump, you know, maybe Pence was the smart guy behind the scene, actually. And it's a good mm. maneuver, right? You stick your smart guy and as the VP, he doesn't have to go out there and be an ass, but you get a really colorful ass to go be the ass.
0: Oh, yeah, you'll never guess it. Dan Quayle. Uh, wa-
1: Quayle. I was going to say Walter <laughs> Montale, but yeah, Quayle. Damn it.
0: See, that's what kept throwing me off because Bush was the VP before he was president. Yeah. That's f- what was throwing me off. And yeah.
1: and Bush was CIA. Uh, Bush was probably For sure. when CIA officially took over maybe as president. You know what I'm saying? Like uh, He
0: probably killed Kennedy. There's a
1: lot of speculation and probably proof that says he was uh, at least absolutely there at the uh, at, in Dallas. Uh, no doubt about that one. Um, I, I would say he, you know, in the orchestration of it, that was a coup d'etat, correct, man? I mean, we're at the point that we could all openly agree that's what happened here.
0: Absolutely.
1: So we're living in this faux America. there was this America, there was this constitution, there was this world that existed, and that is all gone. We now live in this, you know, alphabet agency controlled, weird matrix, and, you know, we've talked about it a few times. How do we know what we're seeing is real half the time? A blinken visiting G, like, is that even in a real scenario? Or did they just chop together a bunch of weird old footage and it, and it made sense for us enough to uh, you know, compute it and move on with our day?
0: Yeah, it's hard to say, right?
4: I
1: don't know. Sometimes I'm feeling like um, we're just being messed with all
0: the time. We um, are in the simulation.
1: Now, the simulation, do you mean like we are in a computer or that we are uh, held within a simulated reality controlled by the powers that be?
0: So, you know, like, The Sims? Yes. How do you know you're not a sim?
4: As in somebody's controlling my emotions?
0: No. No, no, no. Like, imagine the, the game The Sims advances so much, you create AI, that now these characters don't even need anybody to control them.
4: Wow!
1: Yeah, and then we just uh, we we roll on our own, and that's uh, what happened here.
0: Yeah, you know how like there's a big talk about like climate and everything. <laughs> that's so right, like, man. So, like, what if we were just a simulation that was started to see what happens if the climate changes one degree every hundred years or whatever?
1: Oh, that's a
0: funky little simulation. So, and really, no matter. You're right. No matter. Maybe everybody is right. The climate is changing but there's nothing we can do about it because it's part of the simulation.
1: Yeah, good call. So I can't control the chemtrails being sprayed, and it's not Jerry Polis and the Democrats. It's... Oh,
0: I'm glad you fucking brought that up, dude. No, you fucking stole my goddamn water. We are in extreme goddamn drought. I swear to God, I'm sounding like you around here now because I'm like, dude, they stole our water in Colorado.
1: <laughs> I want to tell you right now, I, have, uh, I got Emma with this one. she really liked this okay so we had i want to say it was a solid 20 plus days of chemtrails overcast uh geoengineering solar radiation management you guys
0: have had more rain ever than ever ever
1: before endless rain flooding it's been unstoppable and now chicago's in a drought and, Worse but, than ever. However, I do want to say, every time it's been like this, what do I see every day? I take pictures of it. I tweet of it, uh, about it. I send pictures to you of of these uh, sky images. It's the planes flying overhead. They create the clouds. I'm obsessed with it. Uh, all of a sudden, for two days, I don't see a single plane anywhere, and we have the bluest skies I have ever seen in my life. The Juneteenth weekend—that's—that's that's how. You're right, dude. I, I turned to Emma. I said, "I have now proven that chemtrails are a Democrat-run operation because they did nothing but spray chemtrails on Memorial Day, and then here on Juneteenth, not a cloud in the sky, not one cloud." Not one, f- oh. not even a plane, though. It's not about the clouds. It's about seeing the planes. I didn't oh. see one plane for two days, even still today. They're still This is a week-long celebration, folks, and I think they're doing it for Pride, too. I think they're going to do Juneteenth oh, through Pride. No planes, no clouds. Oh. Enjoy the weather. This is wonderful, but now I have proven it. It is official. The chemtrails, the cloud seeding, the geoengineering, the solar radiation management, this is a Democrat-run operation. Dude,
0: and if I know anything about the Democrats, you better get your fucking rain gear. Year for the Fourth of July, it's gonna be Ho Chi Minh Trail number two. <laughs> they fucking hate celebrating America. I'm not
1: kidding, dude. I Memorial Day, I was like, oh, for sure, it's a you know a holiday. Uh, you know, the government's definitely gonna take this off. And uh, nope, nope, they just scorched our fucking skies on Memorial Day. And so, and there I am on Juneteenth. Wow, this is the hottest. It literally said on a Weather Channel. Well, center. I
0: think that just I think you just proved one thing, Frank. The pilots are black. I think you're right, man. They were they were home solar, they all took the day off.
1: <laughs> Weather channel literally said the you know the temperature and underneath, it, you know, where it always says cloudy or it has for the last uh, 6 months here in Colorado, it said sunny. Will be the nicest day of the year. That's what it said right there like n- no more. <laughs> or no, what it was the nicest day in a year. It hadn't been that nice in over a year. 1 year <laughs> In over one year. So that means that means 4th of July last year, Veterans Day, uh Labor Day, Memorial Day, every single day that we have had has been not as nice as Juneteenth was, according to Weather Channel, this year. So they I deserve it, Frank. You're right, and I proved it now officially. The Democrats, along with the World Economic uh, forum and Klaus Schwab and all those weird, funky bug eaters. They are spraying the skies. They took off one weekend and one weekend only, and it was Juneteenth because they want to shove it in our faces that they don't respect or love America. And that's my bottom line. That's great.
0: Yeah, I proved it. I like it. You know, America was built on the backs of slaves. On the backs of slaves. Even though uh, half the country, the North, didn't have slavery. and the. Re- and the reason they won is because they were so economically and industrially superior to the South, most likely based on the fact that they didn't have slaves. <coughs> That's
1: all right, Jerry. But, but,
0: but besides that, you know, the country was really just only built on the the, the slaves, you know? Well, we...
1: I, you know. I, I uh the, the chemtrails will be back. Anybody out there who is experiencing the cloud seeding operations in their uh, places... Uh, where they live, you're not alone. It's happening. We're all seeing it. I have no idea what mm. the torture is, but it is. Uh, it's apparently, dude, bringing uh, moisture and water here to uh, Colorado and drying out the uh, middle. Oh, you uh, took part all of our moisture, dude. Yeah, yeah. I, hate, I hate. I hate to
0: do this, but I gotta end it again. Have you been seeing the pictures of this goddamn submarine? They literally took like four garbage cans, duct taped them together, and that's the fucking thing You're on the Back bottom. to the
1: submarine, you—I've never seen you obsessed, dude. I can't stop looking like at this.
0: this fucking CNN. Car. They keep showing this thing; it looks worse and worse. Like, there's no way out. No, 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 no. This garbage can—if it doesn't—if it can't handle the pressure of two two miles of fucking goddamn ocean water. We put these air balloons out, and it'll lift you up.
1: Like, there's no way it costs much more money for William Shatner to go up in Sputnik and check out the earth for 10 minutes.
0: Oh, William Shatner definitely won on this deal.